good afternoon good morning good evening wherever you are hey it's been a while it's been a minute i know it has taken almost a month since my last recording i hope you learned and you had something at least so today i have a guest with me we're going to talk about a very very important and interesting topic about relationships bearing in mind it's been feb lavidavi pale na pale kama ukupata maua nitakuletea just kidding so yeah i have a very interesting guest with me today so i think she'll introduce herself and as always my name is chela and this is the voice of the voiceless so please Thank you so much Ella. My name is Morin, Morin Wangeshindongo. I am born again. Christ is Lord over my life and I'm so honored to be in your podcast today. Hey, Christ is Lord. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I have Morin with me here today. Today we're going to tackle something on healthy relationships among the young people. Uh, we are the young people. We are youth. <laughs> so Morin, according to you, what defines a healthy relationship? according to me a healthy relationship uh, i would say that uh, it's one let me actually go back to the beginning when you i'll quote a lot of scriptures bear with me when we when you begin to read about genesis and what not there is a way god actually ordained our life to be i hope you all believe that uh, we have been created by a superior being i hope you all believe that there is someone superiors there's someone that we are answerable to about our lives so for me i believe one a healthy relationship is one that god has called us to live and we all understand that a healthy relationship is not only a romantic relationship can be a healthy relationship in the way we we you know relate with our friends relate with our families relate with our colleagues at work and if i can maybe mention about a healthy relationship and maybe about i mean a romantic relationship and maybe about how to you know relate with our friends i can say uh you know in the morning i was quoting about uh, there's a there's a scripture in first corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 that states what is love you know it says that love is kind love is patient love is not rude love does not uh does not insist on its own way you know love trusts all and the end it says that love never fails so one thing that has to come is love in it, in the way you relate with people that be kind to people you know do not be jealous at their at their becoming prosperous or how they are doing well in life you know trust people you know sometimes we have been hard and it's very hard sometimes to trust but let it be an intention that you make every time where you go that try your best to trust people you know be kind to men don't be jealous about progress about people and uh, be very intentional you know about like helping people and being being there for people you know we were talking earlier with chela that um, don't be the receiving party all the time you know always be that person who is lending a hand to the friend today i'm the one who will is going to pay a car a transport for you don't always be that person who is waiting for me to pay all bills when we go to the hotel when you panda matatu like miza nilipea fare leo be that person who always offers to you know give and now a romantic relationship I can maybe point out as seven uh, seven pointers one of them is creed you know do you have the same belief system do we if i begin to say that i believe in rapture do you actually believe in rapture and if we cannot have the same belief system then it means that we cannot work together you know the, the bible says that we cannot work together unless we agree 
and wow. our our belief systems are already disagreeing so we can totally not work together the other one is commitment you know am i ready to be committed to you am i ready to sacrifice things to actually see this work you know the other point is communication that be intentional about you know communication i am here tomorrow i'm intending to do this you know can you help me with this that always let there be communication flowing let there be no point that you you feel like you don't need to communicate let communication flow the other part is consistency you know you can check at the other persons like how consistent are they are they with their goals you know how consistent are they with what they do in life how consistent are they with whatever they want to achieve in life is that person is it that it is that person who wants to do something and then at the end they're like oh, i'm already tired i can't continue but how consistent are they and even for yourself how consistent are you with what you do in life and also there's one but that people really consider on chemistry do you have chemistry with each other that is the main point actually should be in a relationship people really consider this point is there chemistry i mean chemistry in your relationship the other part is character and i can say character is who you are in the dark character is not who you are out there what is the character of this person when when they are alone what do they do that is what actually defines character what is it that they do when they are not with you what is their character you should really look at what their character is and then at last this brings to com- compatibility are you guys compatible the other part i can say is it worth it is it worth it dating this person are they bringing are they making you grow are they making you excel are they making you a better person or are they actually making you become more more and more worse are you happier you know are you more committed to your goals are you more intentional about what they do are they, are they bringing something positive into your life yeah i think i've tackled the romantic relationship more hey i'm still content <laughs> anyway so uh, I, i will always say this what defines you is what you do when people are not around you that's who you are and uh, chemistry uh, the chemistry part is actually true if uh, you don't have chemistry with someone it becomes a bit um, a bit hectic to relate with that person and to also feel yourself around them uh, i think if your relationship is healthy enough it means you feel you are who you are when you are around someone you'll feel uh, comfortable you don't have to struggle to please someone kama kulangi na kijiko tafadhali kula tunamkona uskufe yeah because people struggle people really really do a lot to please uh, the other parties not necessarily because uh, they want them to feel pleased but it's because like akiniona hivi atanifikiria aje you see there are so many so many reasons and the pointers about a relationship i think you go down you you are in a relationship down there sit down angalia hizo pointers are you are you somewhere are you in five out of seven or one out of seven <laughs> Anyway, with that done, I hope you are learning, guys. So, okay, are there things that we have actually normalized that are totally un- abnormal or wrong among uh, the young people in relationships, for instance? Uh, according to me, I think I'd say people have really normalized having sex, uh, intimacy among the young people. It's like it's the order of the day when you're in a relationship. Do you think it's wrong? It's not actually that I think. <laughs> There's no point of thinking I totally agree 
I think the current generation we have really normalized, uh, let it call what it is, sex before marriage. And I usually say, um, let me say this, God was not stupid. I know my father will never be stupid, but God was not stupid when he was saying that the only place where sex should be done is in marriage. You know, he kept those boundaries. We call it married love. That the only, you know, people use this term of making love. And out here, let me tell you, you're not making love with that 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 boy or that man you are actually committing fornication so one thing i can say sex before marriage is a sin it is totally a sin and something that actually the young people have really normalized and the reason why god was saying that sex before marriage is a sin is because one day it will come to affect you girls are getting pregnant right now you know people are getting heartbroken because one thing girls you don't realize is that when a man actually gets what he gets he will never respect you again. It's very, very hard for a man to actually respect you. Actually, it is a treasure for us women and for actually every man because everyone is called to be a virgin, both men and women. I think we have concentrated on actually only women that are virgins. Also, men are supposed to be virgins. Sex before marriage is for both women and for both men. So, what I can say is actually, there's something you lose when you have sex before marriage. There's, there's a value of yourself you lose as a man and a woman you know, before you get married. So I can say, abstinence is very possible. I'm not saying it is, it is not, I'm not saying that it is very easy, but it's something that is very, very possible. Let us not paint like now sex before marriage. I mean, sex uh, after getting married is that one thing that all of us cannot do. We have set our mind to be like, you know, see I think one day a, a patient came to me and they were telling me that uh, we are the 21st century generation. You know, how can you tell me to not have sex before marriage? It is the order of the day, but I can't tell you. Be wise, don't go with the popular, go with what is the truth. Yeah, I really, I'd say it's not necessarily about uh, about abstaining. Mm-hmm. I'd say living a chaste life. Mm-hmm. And when, when we talk about chastity, it's the purity of mind, body, and soul. Like what you think affects what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So if now I'm constantly thinking about a certain guy, a certain guy who looks good, who looks hot, and all that, I've already undressed that person. I'm not living a chaste life. If I read pornogra- I read pornographic books, those are the erotic books. I watch pornographic movies. I watch pornography as it is in as much as I'm a virgin I'm not living a chest life I'm lying to myself but here at the the back of my mind I know I think if I get the opportunity I'm going to do this because it's something that I've constantly relieved in my mind so it's not necessarily about the the act itself but about you what 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 are you who are you what what are you struggling with what are you trying to live with and maybe Chela can also add uh, I was listening to a man recently I've forgotten his name he was talking about how recently how it's very very hard to kick off the habit of watching pornographic movies right now there's a way they really affect the brain so severely that unless unless it is deliverance those things actually never really get out of there out of the out of the brain and actually what comes after pornographic movies masturbation exactly because if if you cannot like satisfy this need you have always seen if someone else you cannot evolve someone else to satisfy whatever you have been desiring with your body you will do it with yourself 
So after pornographic uh, movies comes masturbation. And actually, I really agree about how you talk about. It's not mainly about the act. Because we can say there's what we call intercourse and the sex. You know, the sex of the umbrella of all other things that comes before. Now, the main thing is intercourse. So, totally true. If you engage with books that are really sexual and whatnot, it actually now leads to the main act, which yeah. is sexual immorality. Eventually, it will. It will. So, yeah. it, wrong is wrong. Even if everyone is doing it, yeah. just do what is right. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can tell me everyone out here is having sex, but is it right? It's yeah. wrong. Yeah, the masses yeah. might be doing it, but it's definitely not wrong. No matter how sugar-coated we sugar-coat, it, it's wrong. Uh, so, yeah. Are there things that uh, need to be told to these young people? Are there, are there ways we can actually raise them? What What is it that we're doing that is wrong to have young people, a lot of young people, actually having sex, watching pornography, and doing the wrong things and all that. Are there things that we are doing wrongly? Is there a place we've gone wrong as a society? Well, I can say, like, uh, nowadays, everything is very sexualized. If you stare at your television, a simple arena advertisement has to be sexualized. You know, a simple PK or fresh advertisement has to be sexualized. So I am introducing my child to an already sexualized world. So what they learn is not uh, the truth, because uh, as we said earlier, that not because everyone is doing it that we have to accept it as what is normal. So they have already been introduced to a world where everything is sexualized. The music we listen to is sexualized. And I think the other, other part I can say is uh, we are very shy about this topic about sex. And what I can say is, not that we are saying sex is bad, created sex actually but what now he did is that he boxed it in a place called marriage but you're not saying sex is bad but introduce your children at a certain age to actually understand this is what sex is about you know this is how you you you, you should know about it that they will have the knowledge about it but now you begin to say that these are the limitations I don't know whether to call them limitations or these are the boundaries of what uh, sex is, is all about. So I can say parents are really shying off from this topic. Especially when you, your child begins to enter the teen years. You see, the hormones, yeah, the puberty, the hormones are right, left and center. They are beginning to explain things that actually they are not understanding. Parents have really left their children in a place where they're not sitting down. Their People are actually very busy with work. People are busy with phones, gadgets, you know, your mom comes home and all she is doing is staring at her phone. You cannot have time to ask mommy, I am feeling this about myself, you know, what can I do? And I think, uh, I was listening to a topic where a woman was saying that uh, create a relationship with your children, that they are very free to actually come to you and tell you, ah, mom, this is what I am feeling. Be very, very free with your children that they are always ready to come and tell you about what they are going through. Yeah, I think that's that's a, po- a point to take home. Uh, as we grow, I know most of us in the near future, in the next five years, in the next ten years, will become parents. There are parenting tips that our parents necessarily didn't tell us, but we are looking at it from a point of view, a point of this generation's view, but in a moral, in a moral way. So as we grow, as we learn, let's try become better, become a better elder sister, become a better elder friend, become a better person to each and everyone we are actually interacting with. And when you talk about relationships, uh, 
when I am in a relationship with someone, uh, maybe a romantic relationship, uh, maybe we are dating, I, would say, I wouldn't say dating is actually a term for people who are in a relationship. Dating, I think, is just, uh, it doesn't really define anything, but I'll use it, use it because everyone uses that. Uh, are there boundaries that I need to set with how I relate with my other friends, my other male friends, my other male girlfriends, if I am a male counterpart? Are there things that I'm not supposed to do? Are there, what am I not and what am I supposed to do? I think you're totally based on the romantic relationship. What I can say is that uh, every relationship is different. You know, I am Maureen, your Chela, your temperament and whatnot is totally different. So there are those things wouldn't be a problem to me, but they are totally a problem to me. So what I can say is, as we talked about the seven pointers of a healthy relationship, we talked about communication. You know, sit down and talk with your partner. Uh, this is the relationship we have. It's not like there are any other relationship. This is our relationship. This is who we are. So sit down and uh, try to understand the other person and see which boundaries, you know, can we come up. But now, especially for Christians, I hope the word of you are Christians. Especially for Christians, you totally understand the first boundary. As actually we have been talking, no sex before marriage. Um, I so believe that we can relate without actually having sex. It, it is so healthy to actually relate with the other person, you know, get to understand what they love, get to understand where are they going, get to understand what are their belief system, get to understand what do, you know, what are they expecting, which country do. It's very healthy to actually relate with uh, such a person without actually considering that the next two minutes we're going to go somewhere secret and, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very, very possible to relate with people that way. I think I forgot the question. It was about... Uh, boundaries. Oh, boundaries. So what I can say is uh, sit down with your partner. Communicate. You know, there are times actually you, you set a boundary and then two years or even months uh, to the relationship, you, you realize, I think we still have to put these boundaries because I've realized that what you're doing or how we're handling this is no longer working for us. But both of us in communication as partners, what can we do to actually make sure that everybody in this relationship is comfortable? So I can say there are those main things, for example, as I said in Christian, no sex before marriage. There are those who say no kissing before marriage, you know, according to your the both of you, the belief system of you both. And for many Christians, they will tell you they, they support me, no kissing before marriage, no sex before marriage. But I'm like, uh, sit down with your partner and, you know, discuss. And even for relating with other other members, I would say never make a point of stealing your partner's friends from them. Not actually stealing. Don't keep your partner away from the relationship he has had before. What you do is adjust to still accommodate them. But actually the friends are also, are also supposed to respect. We are now in a relationship. You know, respect how we relate. And also you both respect how this person feels. You know, you're like, I don't love the way you handle that man. It's the way he feels, respect it and see how how can I treat them differently but still not lose, you know, the friendship. Because friendship are very, very, very important. Yeah. You can't you can't be a loner. And uh, yeah, we might have based all these uh, on the no sex part, but I'd still say Okay, majority of the listeners or most of the people I actually interact with are people are actually who are sexually active. It's never too late to start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never too late to start over. We encourage people to start over. There's something called uh, secondary virginity. Yeah. If you've heard of it somewhere, you can still start over. You can still go back. Mm-hmm. 
it's okay to mess it's okay to fall down yeah you fell now you can just rise up and decide i need to start over sometimes these things happen we we don't judge you hmm? we don't condemn you but now you know it is wrong you see now the point is you already know it's wrong so it's good to come back and be you otherwise with that said uh, what is your parting shot what do you want to say about today's topic in three two four words uh, what would you say what i would love to say about the topic is just like chela has said that uh, it's never too late you might have been introduced to it you might have actually found yourself you didn't actually know it's wrong people who are, don't know actually it's wrong to have sex before marriage they don't know that it is something you should actually exercise but what i can say is based on uh, my belief is uh, i can say there's something called forgiveness one day you have in one way you have to accept that there's a god who forgives all form of sins because you know he died for us on the cross and he has cleared all our debts there's nothing against us and one thing i would say is that believe in god if you're not believing in god get born again because that is the only way you know i can say that uh, the word says that christ is the way the truth and the life and we all have to come a place such things might seem very hard to do but with the help of Jesus Christ it's actually a way you can live and you can feel it's actually fulfilling there are those people who have been set in their mind this is the way I should live but there's someone ready to help us there's someone ready to you know save us from all those form of pornography we said how pornography can be very hard but there's someone ready to save us he has already died for us yeah with that said I hope you've learned something I really hope you have something to take home. <laughs> so yeah, that was it for today guys. See you next time. I'll try and be consistent. Nimeona hapa. My relationship with my podcast is my relationship with you people. So consistency is the key. I'll be more consistent. Otherwise, thank you for always listening. If you have corrections, we usually receive all them with love. If you have something to add, please do. And as you know, this year we are tackling matters life. So life, I said, we some of the things we omit about life are the things we are going to talk about. About life, about the sanctity of life about uh, creating healthy relationships that's part of living it's part of having a very interesting life so anything about life feel free talk to me you have my number you have my instagram handle you have you can find me anywhere so yeah you're always welcome and thank you for always listening god bless you bye bye see you when you see us